Well, we're still here, so let's talk about it. Welcome back. This is week three of our study of thanatology, or the science and study of death and dying. In the first session, I gave a brief overview of what this field covers. Last week, I gave you a little description about medical or biological or physical thanatology. That field would cover coroners, medical examiners, and bombers, funeral directors, and the nurses and staff members who care for folks at the end of life. This week, I'm really excited to talk about music thanatology. <laughs> Not because I'm a musician, but because I love music. I feel like music has been able to, and as I described last session even, excite me, bring me joy, take me back to old memories, old times and places, also change my emotions. I have particular music that I would play on road trips to keep me awake. I have other music that I listen to before bed to relax me. But for today, musical thanatology is usually done by the playing of a harp and or a voice. Music thanatology was founded in 1992 by Therese Schroeder Schecker, who was an academic dean of the Music Thanatology School at St. Patrick Hospital in Missoula, Montana, starting in 1992. She used the harp and her voice in what is described as prescriptive manner. This approach of helping the dying let go or be at peace allows the biological changes of the patient's blood pressure, temperature, respirations, their vital signs, to signal musical changes almost as in rhythm. This approach is not intended to be a distraction or entertainment. Rather, it's actually used within the last 24 to 48 hours of a patient's life. In many cases at this stage, the dying person is not verbal anymore. Usually their eyes are closed and they have minimal responses to stimuli. The amazing thing here, though, is that the person is still able to hear. Beautiful harp music or a gentle voice playing softly during this time can ease fear and agitation and allow this letting go or unbinding process from this life. The goal of music thanatology is that the practitioner or musician can bring about solace, dignity, and grace, ease pain and restlessness, sleeplessness, labored breathing, and turn it into a sense of serenity and comfort. One description I particularly liked in my study was that emotions like sadness and grief could be relieved as the dying person rests into the beauty and intimacy and compassionate music of the musician. There's no need for words. The patient can be guided to this place, and so can the family who may be present. Thinking of palliative care, which is designed to optimize quality of life, the inclusion of music thanatology could optimize the quality of the final hours of one's life, seizing the opportunity to provide comfort care. This form of caregiving is provided in prescriptive vigils with music, synchronizing the music to support the patient's overall condition, which would be monitored by the vital signs. Studies have shown that this musical comfort care does show decreased levels of agitation, wakefulness, it even slows the breathing and decreases labored breathing. Family members also reported that they felt they were able to focus on the positive benefit of increasing calm and relaxation 
often as much as the patient. Music vigils could be considered therapeutic for the dying person and their loved ones as they can bring about a means of release, open communication and sharing emotions that perhaps were difficult to share before. This could allow last wishes, last words, or final sentiments to be vocalized in this beautiful, peaceful setting. This form of music care could be provided in the home, in the hospital, or the nursing home. And data show that even a single session provides these positive results. Personally speaking, that is how I want my last hours of life, with my family by my side, beautiful music playing in a room filled with peace, love, and serenity. I don't use that word serene often, but my mind's eye sees a beautiful green meadow with blue sky above, the yellow glow of the sun, and the kaleidoscope of colors brought through wildflowers. When that image comes to my mind, the only emotion I feel I'd want at that moment is peace. You've gotten through three weeks of thanatology. We still have some more concepts to consider and talk about, and I'll be continuing next week with the next topic. I don't know which one it's going to be yet. I guess you'll have to tune in to find out. I'm thankful you listened today. Please visit my website and drop me a question or a topic for future discussion. Also, in the show notes, you'll find any reference materials such as names or book titles that I discussed in this podcast. Until next time, folks, take care.